If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle Broadcast in here in Chicago, Illinois. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside special guest filling in for TJ's Mr. Sam Allen, who, first off, I got to thank you, Sam, because you've been doing a great job kind of filling in for, for myself over some episodes, and today you're filling in for TJ. Just appreciate you being such a great team player and contributor to the hustle, Sam. Hey, love doing it, man. Glad to step in. Absolutely. So today we're doing a special episode, and uh, you're filling in today for TJ because uh, at the time of this recording, uh, earlier this morning, uh, Bob Rosine, TJ's dad, passed away. Uh, he'd been sick for a period of time, and uh, he, he went away uh, and went to heaven last night. And um, you know, you and I were talking about episodes to record, and and you mentioned the idea about recording for and doing a show in honoring of, of TJ and his dad. Yeah, I mean, uh, TJ's dad, Bob, I mean, you know, I got to know him over the years. TJ and I have known each other, gosh, now for almost 20 years, which is crazy. Um, we were once college teammates, and then we coached together. We coached against each other and, uh, you know, have become very close friends. And, you know, TJ's dad, Bob, I mean, he was a high school coach, Adam, in California and Georgia. You know, I was just reading some of the uh, Facebook posts from former players today. And, you know, TJ, uh, his message on so- social media today, just talking about, you know, thanks, Dad, for being the best man I know and, you know, for loving loving me, loving your kids, loving your mom or, or his mom, my and, wife. And, and I'll read that. So yeah. he, he wrote, the best man I've ever known just got called home. I can't thank him enough for loving the Lord, loving our mother, loving his children, always caring more for others than himself and always fighting for the underdog. Job well done, you good and faithful servant. Thank you, Dad. Uh, hashtag. And it's interesting. Like you've known Bob for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually never met Bob. Yeah. Right. Which is interesting. You know, TJ and I have known each other for a handful of years now, and co-hosting the show and all that. And I've never met Bob. But one know what's really interesting, Sam. Despite never actually having met him. I feel, feel like, like I you know him. I feel like I know him. Yeah. Right? And I'm sure a lot of listeners feel like you know him. And and that's just like a credit to how he lived his life that I was able to identify and learn about him through his son. Mm. Right? And you know, I was thinking about this and we and you know as we were talking, you know, from a coaching perspective, you know, his dad had an opportunity with his son to like pour into him and and develop him and, and help build him up into the man TJ is today and you know, it's almost interesting, despite not having n- met him, like I was able to know him through the, you know, the fruits of TJ and stuff. But think about it from a coaching parallel. You know, what if your community never actually met you as a coach, but only knew you through the players of yours that they met? Right. So, like, same case. I've never met Bob, but I know Bob through what he's done with TJ. 
it's almost like a similar opportunity we have as coaches to pour into people and have that type of impact on our players mm-hmm. that others can get to know us through the work we do in our players. Yeah, and so when somebody passes away, you, you think about your own – you know, I guess when you're older, you start thinking about the legacy you're going to leave behind. And, yeah, it's, it shows up in, in our kids. It shows up in the kids we coach. You know, and TJ's a lot like his dad. When I think of Bob, I think of a guy that, you know, he's everybody's friend. When you're around him, you feel he's very personable. He's always got kind of the smile on his face when he's talking. Like, you know, that's something I work at, just having a smile while you talk to somebody. But I think it was just a natural thing with him, and he made people feel welcome, feel at home, feel at ease. And that's a gift, and that's – That's pretty powerful when you see that, like in TJ's instance, he's his son. He sees that every day. So explain uh, your interpretation of always fighting for the underdog. Because that that got my attention. I thought that was a really unique line that TJ put in there. And I I haven't had a chance to ask TJ about that component. But always fighting for the underdog. Yeah, you know. My interpretation of that is like Bob would look out for the kid that nobody believed in, and you know, you know, always fighting for somebody that had to fight for it. You know, the the people that had to fight, he would fight for them. So I think that's what TJ's alluding to there. I mean, that's powerful. And you know, TJ, we're, we're here at the PGC Glazier Clinic here in in Chicago, and uh, TJ got the news pretty much. During the three, midnight, yeah, like three or four in the morning. Yeah, I was gonna say during the like the overnight hours there, and um, in pure TJ fashion, right? Knowing he's needed at home, but also recognizing the passion and, and commitment that he has to coaches. I didn't come in to, to Chicago, and I didn't land until about ten. So I learned later that he actually still honored like his two speaking commitments this morning. Is that correct? Well, yeah, he didn't even have a – so we had an early bird. We call it an early bird Q&A from 7.30 to 8.20, and I was kind of moderating it. We have a couple of our speakers, and here comes TJ walking in, you know, like 7.20. Um, I wasn't expecting him to be here, and, you know, especially after, you know, finding out um, – because my wife Sarah had been texting with, with Aaron, his wife, and so – but he, there he was, and you know he, he's—you I mean, can tell he's affected. But he's there, just pouring into the coaches this morning. Then he goes straight from the early bird, and he has a session, and he and he leads a fifty-minute session right before he's got to bounce out to catch the the ride to the airport. How many how many people are going to do that? You know, I don't. I think if I'd lost a parent, I think I'm like, you know, I I got to I got to get home. But you know, back to testament to Bob is like pouring into others and you know tj upheld that and then he then he got out of here and he got emotional at the end of his his talk and um and and what was he talking about at that moment well he he was wrapping up and said you know i've got to go i've got a family situation i didn't think he was gonna then he said you know my, my father passed away and he essentially said what what he said in that media post that you that you read just you know how great of a model that he had for him you know, TJ's a coach in a lot of ways inspired by what he saw his dad do and the relationships he had with players. And, you know, he just talked about that influence. It was it was brief, um, but the message was sent. I mean, you could hear a pin drop in the room and just, you know, I think the coaches – I think the walk away for the coaches was like, 
this thing goes further than a, an offense or a defense or a new drill and what type of legacy you're leaving, what type of relationships you're leaving. You know, anytime there's a situation like this where someone passes on, and I'm always challenged to do some inner evaluation and, and assessing of my own performance as a husband and as a father and as a friend. And, you know, I take a situation like this and I'm inspired right when I see TJ speak about his dad like that. Like, I, I hope and pray that, you know, when my day comes, which it will, because the numbers on death are staggering, right? 100 out of 100 will die, right? My time will come that I hope and pray that that I will have the impact and my children and those in my circle um, will be able to speak as highly as you hear and see uh, when you scroll on the thread uh, on, on Facebook and you look at the, the different messages. Like, I hope that I'm able to have that type of impact. Yeah, and I, I think the message for coaches that are listening too, Adam, is – you know, are you thinking about that that impact and influence you're leaving behind? Are you thinking about your legacy? And it's one thing to like think about who you want to be, and and some people say, well, that's kind of morbid to think about who I want to be in my final days. No, I think when you think about the end in mind, it changes who you are in the present. Yeah, because it it gives you that it helps you find your purpose, and it gets you really clear to who you are today. Because that's who you're ultimately going to be at the end. Because when you're at the end, you're going to look back and only look on the things that that you wish you done that that truly mattered, right? But sometimes we'll get caught up in things on the day to day that that at the end of the day are inconsequential, mm-hmm. right? It, it's not what we want to be doing, but but having one foot kind of out the door per se. Like I hate to say it that way because it sounds kind of strange, but having that realization that it will come to an end at some point, but knowing like. So, therefore, take advantage of your time now, right? Because you never yeah. know when your minutes are going to go away. It, it can change your perspective. It can, it, yeah. And, it's again, it's, uh, it's one thing to be aware of. It's another thing to live it out. And, but that's why it's so important to get really clear about who you want to be, you know, who you want to be, and then living that out each day. Like, you know, and we're going to fall short, right? We're all going to fall short of our expectations and standards and, and – um, but man, I think you know one of the other reasons we're doing this is like that. This is a testament to how impactful a coach can be in, in one per, in a person's life, and you know how impactful a father can be or a parent can be. And you know, I usually say at the end of a lot of the talks I give here is like, you know, if you have fifty coaches in there or a hundred coaches, and each coach coaches fifteen players. Imagine the amount of change that could happen just in that room Mm. with one coach making a decision. I'm going to impact the 15 kids I coach. And they all say that. Well, you know, 100 coaches, that's 1,500 players. And then when you impact those players, they impact their siblings and then their future generations. You create this ripple effect that that while that's why coaching is so um, such an awesome profession. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a calling. It's uh, you can like you can literally change the world. You, you can, and I always say you've got the special opportunity also comes from the fact that you've got your players in, in a position where you know they're playing a game that they want to play, so you've got their undivided attention in most cases. You've got something they want, right, playing time, whatever it happens to be. Take advantage of that and leverage that and, and utilize it as a way to impact them and, and grow them. So, you know, for us, you know, Today, you know, doing this episode, we wanted to just also honor TJ, just our friend, you know, and, and let him know that we're thinking about him and, um, you know, the Hardwood House community, you know, feel free to reach out to TJ. And, you know, he loves hearing from coaches and, um, you know, I think 
I hope TJ was able to say the things he wanted to say during his dad's final days. You know, um, you know, I, I hope he didn't, you know, miss that opportunity. Um, but it's also another reminder for us that like don't miss opportunities to, you know, communicate. So, you know, share with TJ if you appreciate him as a co-host on the show. Let him know that, right? You know, pass that encouragement on. Um, you know, I, I know he'll appreciate that. You got anything else you want to add on this? No, just the the whole Rosine family, like. Um you know, we were together back in December, and I don't know if you've had a chance to spend much time around his, his sisters and brother and their all their kids, but, you know, it's a testament, to, again, to Bob. Like, they're just a very loving family and inclusive, and they make you feel a part of the family when you're not. And um, so I guess just, you know, huge respect to Bob and what a good life, you know, lived, and um, I'm thankful for getting to know him and and uh calling his son a friend so absolutely tj hey we we miss you today uh we love you thinking about you uh on behalf of the entire hardwood hustle community i'm adam he is sam allen till next time we're out